This is the show where we discuss all things dog to help you live a better, balanced life with your canine friend. This is a common theme that I've discussed in past episodes, but sometimes certain themes uh, merit separating them into small different segments in order to highlight the, the, the concept behind it a little better. So let's talk about this idea that you're not getting consistent behavior from your dog. In other words, you're trying to teach your dog something, but it's not happening consistently. It's a 50-50 mix, if even that. Sometimes the dog does it, sometimes it, the dog does not. And this is typical of many of the people that I take on as clients. This is what I hear from them. That my dog isn't really reliable, and that's where these unreliable uh, unreliability with your dog comes through. Uh, and there are a variety of different reasons why your dog is not giving you consistent, reliable behavior. Whatever it is that that behavior is, waiting patiently by an open doorway, coming to you when called, sitting when you tell him to. And one thing that I hear from many of the people that I speak to is, well, he only does it when there is food involved. And yes, food is a part of it. And, and, and I don't want to really kind of belabor the point of these these different reasons as to why you may be going on. I want to focus on one in particular. Food may be part of it. Food motivation is a major part of teaching a dog a behavior, and it really should be your go-to source of motivation when you're looking to teach that dog whatever it is you want to teach. Now, there may be other reasons as to, you know, the consistency with which you're working, your ability to actually get the behavior. So you may not know the technique. You may be very sloppy with it. You may think you're, you know it, but you don't. Uh, and a few other reasons. Um, but here is the number one reason why you may not be getting the consistency in behavior that you are hoping to or expect to. Because that's typically what, what is assaulted, the expectation within the human to think that the dog should know. So bearing in mind that you have put some time and practice into the skill. Because that's another reason, uh, uh, another uh, point as to why your dog may not be giving you the behavior because you're not putting enough time into it. So it, you want to have and establish some kind of foundation with the dog where you arrive at the point where you know that your dog knows the behavior. And, and believe it or not, sit is a one thing that throws people off. A dog may sit when you tell him sit, and this is especially so of younger dogs like puppies, especially when you have food, but it doesn't necessarily mean that the dog really fully comprehends the what that cue means because it has not been practiced enough. Generally, the dog is sitting and giving you that sit behavior, but on the ground when he or she sees some kind of food. But I digress. Let's discuss really quickly here why one major reason why you may be failing, and that is because you are not making the behavior a lifestyle skill. You are not taking that thing that you are trying to teach and make second nature in your dog and incorporating it into the dog's life to such an extent that is an that it is an everyday every moment occurrence. And by that, I mean that what happens is that uh, people teach a dog a behavior and they may not practice that behavior at times or they're inconsistent with the practice, with the lifestyle practice. And then they suddenly magically expect the dog to perform the behavior at some time in the low, in, in the future, maybe the near future, maybe the distant future, without the behavior being roundly, consistently solidified within the dog. In other words, it's not really second nature. 
And this is the key to making a behavior a lifestyle behavior, is that it does become second nature for the dog. And what do I mean by lifestyle? That means that, let's say, for example, you are teaching a dog to wait patiently by an open doorway each and every time you go up. As a matter of course, some dogs, when they find it or when you open the door, they like to make a mad dash outside. So it's a good practice to teach them to wait patiently by the door until you give them a release cue or they wait for you to start making a move towards the door. This is not about you getting to the door first and that whole dominant kind of bullshit stuff. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just uh, controlling and working on your dog's impulses to dash out the door whenever you grab that doorknob and fling that door open, right? You want that dog to just wait patiently, look at you for the cue, and then release. That's what I teach. That's what every dog should learn. Every dog should learn to be uh, to, to have some kind of control, level of control around their impulses. So if you're going to do this behavior, the key to getting this behavior every single time, again, in addition, as I said, with the other points, is that you have taught the dog the behavior, you have practiced it to some extent. Now you need to make it a lifestyle skill. And that means that every single time you go out, you need to make that dog sit and wait. You need to reinforce and enforce that behavior. And that doesn't mean sometimes. That's not whenever you feel like it. That's not whenever you have the time for it, whenever you have the energy for it. That means every single time. Dogs, as I've mentioned in the past, are very, very, very keenly set on their routine. Dogs are creatures of habits. Routine is everything for a dog. Routine is predictability. Predictability equals safety and comfort. So helping the dog establish a lifestyle behavior is routine and predictable behavior for the dog. Done consistently, the dog really learns... Hey, this is this is what we do when I go out, when we go out. This is what we do when we stand near the door. This is what we do when my human goes for the doorknob. I wait patiently until I'm told that I can release and go out. But if it's not practiced consistently, what happens is that the dog doesn't always understand. And this is where a lot of people fail. This is why what I mean by they're, it's, they're not making it a lifestyle practice. The dog gets confused. A dog doesn't think like you and I does. It's just a matter of routine. Do we sit at the door or do we not? And what many people do is that they sometimes make the dog sit when they want to, but sometimes they don't. Well, what do you expect the dog to learn from that? The dog randomizes the behavior. That means sometimes I have to sit and sometimes I don't. But it doesn't solidify the behavior. It doesn't do anything to really ingrain it within the dog and make it second nature. Because you're being inconsistent. You're being somewhat sloppy with the behavior. It's really not a lifestyle thing. It's like asking a child, listen, at the table, you have to use a fork and a knife, or rather a fork and spoon, to eat your food. Sometimes. Not every time. Sometimes you can do it with your fingers. Sometimes you can take that rice and just eat it with your fingers. Or, but sometimes, when I want you to, you have to eat it with a spoon and a fork. It's just, it doesn't make any sense in human terms, does it? It sounds ridiculous. Well, it's a bit ridiculous if you do it for a dog, and it's inconsistent. It's not a lifestyle rule. You're not really making the dog the dog do this every single time, yet you expect the dog to just do it randomly out of the blue. 
And for you, it's not random. For you, it's like, well, he's, he's pulling a little too much or he's overexcited right now, a little more than, than usual. So I'm going to make him sit at the door. And your expectation is, hey, I've done this a few times with him. He should know. But because you've got a really overexcited, perhaps overstimulated dog, and you haven't really made it a lifestyle practice, well, the dog may struggle to, to some extent in giving you that behavior. And that lends to your frustration. What the heck is wrong with this dog? Why isn't he doing what I know he can do? Well, he may know how to do it, but the standard, the expectation that you have established with him is that that behavior isn't always necessary because it's not a lifestyle rule. So the key or one of the major keys to getting any kind of consistent behavior is to make it a lifestyle rule slash routine. And that means getting the dog to perform that behavior every single time you're going to go through whatever routine you're going to go through. And that's what consistency is. Getting the dog to follow through faithfully. So you give some thought to your dog's behaviors and your own actions. Ask yourself, am I really incorporating this into the dog's life? life, Or do I just randomly expect him or her to perform it when I feel like it? When, I'm, when I've reached my, my, my tolerance level and I'm frustrated with the dog, now I want my dog to perform and give me some kind of obedience, where in general, I'm not really asking for it. That's unfair to the dog, but it's also unrealistic as far as dog training goes. And yes, you have your whole, um, you do have a subset of dogs that will give you that kind of behavior every single time, every single time. Right, but those are not those are not the dogs that I deal with on a regular basis. And if you're listening to this, and if you're struggling with this, then chances are that's not your dog either. Some dogs are are highly highly impulsive. Some dogs struggle just sitting patiently. Some dogs deal with a great deal of anxiety. They have trouble dealing with a simple sit. Some dogs have very very incredibly high prey drives and are easily distracted by the environment, those dogs can have a lot of trouble with a simple sit. And to make those behaviors better and better and stronger and stronger over time, you really do need to incorporate it into your lifestyle and make it a lifestyle practice, okay? Um, And you will go a long way towards changing and altering the dog's routine and therefore the behavior that you are consistently getting if you practice this. So give that some thought. It's wonderful to talk to you today. Have yourself a fantastic day. Leave me a review. I'll be back in a few days with another one. Take care.